going insane, walking around endlessly, picking up cigarettes off the ground, insane. two things that brought me back. A dog obedience training book and a standing meditation called Seal. Interestingly enough, Siuntao means a little mind fist. station yes. and go to his website sifuzi.com and then you can see the postures Hey Ben, would you give me another testicle? Testicle please? six nine. Testicles, testicles six nine. Testicles. 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 Six nine. Six nine. Testicles. All right, testicles. All right. Hey, this is episode ten, season three of Integrity Radio. Welcome. I'm your host Z, and I am your co-host Ben Jacobson. The there he is. Oh, I'm sorry. I cut off his uh, secular, secular uh, humanist. humanist. I'm going to try to get him to stop saying secular humanist because he has a show called The Secular Humanist, which I want you all to go and check out because it's greatness it in would, the making. It would be if I posted Oh, it's it. greatness in the making. That's what I say. <laughs> it has the potential. But, but, for, uh, but for him, to, that would be like me walking around saying – I'm uh, I'm Z, the uh, atheist. That's <laughs> or Z, the integrity radio, or Z, the it, it, I, yeah, I don't know. It's or if you're going to call yourself a secular humanist, I'm Ben, a secular humanist, a secular humanist. with a show called the secular on humanist. Anchor called. The secular humanist, and you'd have to make that very clear because uh, I think you're the only uh, secular humanist on Anchor, but probably on every other platform there is a the secular humanist. Did you get the secular humanist on um, uh, on Facebook? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, that was actually. I stand corrected. Then you are the secular the humanist. Secular humanist. That was the only like, damn it, I am the secular humanist. I went through a whole bunch of different ones. 
Like I was like, uh, you know, no, that's yeah, very like, weird. And the secular humanist was the one now, finally that would, that I still kind of liked, but that hadn't been used. Okay, well, here's the question: If you go to Facebook.com/slash the secular humanist, that's what it would be. Ah, uh, yeah, that's see. a good question. Because it will give you because it's Ben Jacobson, then you could call yourself yeah, the Church that, of, now, of Later Day Saints. What? Right, so you can just go to the web. The web huh? Yeah, so that's an important element here. Yeah, that's a, you know what that is a uh, that is an excellent question. Yeah, probably you know what I'm just I'm gonna go ahead and say probably not. Yeah, because I know there are some. Uh, I think it was the art of integrity where I couldn't have that because someone else had that, so I had to create a group called the art of integrity and uh, my facebook group the art of integrity that's a martial art kung fu wing chun kung fu uh facebook page i guess it would be considered uh no no group see it's very confusing group the art of integrity is a group on facebook yes okay however uh my page that's called uh picking a daisy and i have another page called integrity radio which is what we're doing right now yeah so uh what's the prognosis doc uh it took me to my uh page it, it took you I, to well, it yeah it took me to my facebook page and I put when it you facebook uh, facebook.com slash the secular the secular humans, humans. Yeah. there it is so he is I the am. i am the secular yeah humans. you know because pretty much facebook uh defines who and what we are in life oh boy yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have really you know <clears throat> especially you know thanks to a couple of conversations me and you have had i have really other than posting you know things that are for the most part kind of uh just cute like a little funny little comic i posed or something you know uh i have stopped with the whole facebook arguing let that stuff i'm political i have i've sworn off it and i i feel a lot better oh it's good like, it's like i stopped smoking meth or something you know like i yeah, feel it, way better now it is so toxic for you <laughs> <laughs> no that's good you know what it is is uh it's it, it it no it's feeling good i bet is just having more time to do more important things that you've got to do i mean I, yeah. well that's well, that's certainly not happening i'm actually using facebook now we have this really interesting situation going on with uh cassie and her her dad and her stepmom, kind of mm. i guess uh, so uh, I'm pro I'm actually thinking about starting to post like cute religious stuff, like, you know, like, Oh, because Jesus loves me, I'm you know, going to make it through the day to day. You know, you know, that stuff you see. So you trolling. You're, yeah. Yeah. Uh, trolling. well, it's not, well, see putting stuff on the internet that you actually don't mean uh, in order to create effect, uh, <laughs> is, is, is that, called trolling. Is that okay. Yeah. Then that's yes. exactly what okay. I'm doing. Yes. Uh, no, uh, Cassie's, let's see, Cassie's dad blocked me on facebook okay but he's still friends with cassie oh okay now okay. his wife uh has blocked cassie on <laughs> facebook but is friends with me <laughs> so it's this really cool dyna of... dynamic <laughs> thing that's going on right now that i i'm you know, Cassie has asked me not to take advantage of it, but I, boy, it's hard not to just go on there. Cause she's one of those ladies that just posts like crazy religious stuff. And yeah. Like just, yeah. you know, and I just, man, I just want to go on there. So but I really want to like become really good friends with her, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but again, right. Wouldn't that be time or a waste of time? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It really would be. I mean, it, I, I understand those, these things. And, the th you know, here's another element of this. If we were younger, these might be uh, yeah. somewhat more yeah. appropriate things yeah. to do. Just like when, when I talk about drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. You know, when you're in your teens, drugs and alcohol is like 
god a mystery like whoo what is going on what is that world of drugs and oh, alcohol yeah. right yeah. then you get into your 20s and you start well, you know, getting some <laughs> mastery of sorts you know i mean you, you fails you get some major fails but then you get you know some major wins right you know you got laid uh you made friends with the boss you know uh, uh so in your 20s you know it takes on that sort of thing yeah. so now you're in your 30s and now it takes on more of a um uh oh how how can we say uh, a guide you know a, a, a shaman you know what do you call that a, a spirit guide oh, you, you know what i mean uh, what do you call them uh but you know you're you're a mentor. That's the word I'm looking for. Become a mentor. Yeah, and in your 30s, you're now sort of like a mentor. You know, you know, you might you might have by now bought a, a six pack for somebody in their teens. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know, what I mean, you, you learned. You, yeah. you, you, you're given advice on how to get fucked up. You know, you know, it's funny. In your in your 20s, in your well, in your teens, you know, but in your 20s, you know, the hangover is something you never think about. That's something that's going to happen later. I'm not, I'm not worried about that right now. Now, when you get into your 30s, you start to learn that there's going to see th that the, the, hang the hangover has to be managed yeah. beforehand. Yeah. You know, so you kind of start to learn. Yeah, and you become a mentor. You start to learn a little bit more. Yeah. So now, I, I say, and I put to the, I put to the uh, contemporary human race that is now, you know, pegged to live to about 80 or 90, that in your 40s, it's now looking a little sad. You're drinking, you're smoking, you're drugging. It's, oh, start, yeah. it's starting to look a little sad. I mean, you know, on an occasion, okay. But, you know, as a habit, and you're in your fucking 40s now, yeah, it's, it's, it's not looking pretty now. And then, ho, 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 you get to your 50s, right? And uh, now you're, you're just plain out. You know, now, now you're just a fucking scumbag. If you're fucking getting wasted every fucking day yeah. and you're, you know, in your 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, you're a scumbag. It's, so it's the same bad. thing that you were doing in your 20s, 18, 20, right, 30s. Now you're 50s and you're a fucking loser, dude. Straight you know, up. I, it's like that with so many. I mean, listen, when I was in my 20s, all you could think about was hooking up with young girls. You can't really do that. You know, if you're 50 years old and all you can think about is hooking up with young girls. Yeah, you're, 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 you're <laughs> yeah. a scumbag. Yeah. Now, if you can't think, if you can only think of hooking up with women your own age, which are, you know, in the 40, 50 department, I wonder if you're still a scumbag. <laughs> well, it's probably just like that I with, wonder. <laughs> with things like drinking and, and doing drugs, too, you know. If you're 50 years old, man, and you're still going to the high school parties getting fucked up on Friday night, yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you're enjoying a, a quiet glass of cognac with your wife at home after a wonderful dinner you just made, well, now, you know, it's a little more classy. That's right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Now, here's a funny thing, I think. Or a glass of Budweiser while you're doing a podcast. <laughs> you know. Hey. Hey, you're you're only beginning to get. This is only. I'm just out of my third. No, listen. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. This is only 30s. partially sad. You know, you are still working for the man, right? That's right. You have to. After working for the man, you got to kind of erase the the raping, the daily raping, right? So it's it's understood. It's understood. Yeah, you're amongst friends here. Um, but yeah, we're fifty now. Here's something interesting: fifty, sixties. Now, if you're in your sixties and your seventies, and you're smoking and you're drinking and you're drugging, and oh my god, and all you can think about is pussy, you're fucking cool. You're a fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me and Cassie met this guy. We went over to. Um, uh, uh, Cascada on Main Street. Uh, we're in Placerville, California, right now. Lovely restaurant, Cascada on, on Main Street. Uh, we went over there to have a, have a, mar a celebratory margarita because we just went through our home. Congratulations! Yes, you sold your house. And uh, there was a guy there with his uh, girlfriend. He was eighty-five years old. 
He was from uh, South Africa. He'd been born in South Africa, although he was a U.S. citizen for many decades. Uh, yeah, 85 years old. The guy had reinvented himself. At, at 50, he had gone back to school and gotten a doctorate in agriculture. Mm. And this guy, I, we sat there and just listened to this guy talk for a half hour, 45 minutes. Just one of the most interesting, cool guys. Had his, uh, you know, his girlfriend was like in her 60s, you know, so he had his younger girlfriend Ooh. with him and... Rob yeah, he was, he was he was drinking the beers and and uh, he was a winemaker. That was his hobby. Made wine. Yeah, you know? and God, just such a cool guy, man. Eighty five years old, just very vibrant and tons of energy. Yeah, yeah. I think I Picasso, Picasso was kind of like that too. I guess to a degree, he, was he? He was uh, somewhat a um, yeah, somewhat of a organizer like the, or something like that. The professor in. Um, at uh, uh, the Chris Chan's class. Oh yeah. Did you ever meet the professor? Uh, you know, my memory doesn't serve me very well. Kind of. Yes. Maybe no. That guy was 97 years old. Wow. He's probably dead now. This was yeah. like 20 years yeah. ago, uh, but he was 97 years old. And that guy, and this is, I, I, and I cheese out him. This was after I had been, you know, when I had come from the class there in Hawaii where we were going for eight hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. And I went straight to Chris's class and was, you know, eight to ten hours a day, you know, five to six days a week. Yeah. And I cheese out this 97-year-old man and, boy, he was an ogre. No kidding. I, he was an ogre. Really? I mean, I was uh, I was better than him, but not, not, uh, not by much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's what, you know, of course – we uh, we always have to remember that everything I'm teaching came from Chris Chan, so I I have noticed that uh, that with my students um, against his students, which you know haven't uh, this hasn't been a really huge experiment. Maybe a handful of my students that I I've, I've seen go against his students, and I've been able to I've been very pleased to say that that exactly what you said, which is you guys tend to be better but not much hmm. just better just enough better you know um and I, again that's i can't be conclusive with that but so far that has been the experience which i'm very happy about and and whoever if anyone from the chris chan lineage is listening to this they should be happy about that because things should be getting better as they go along the line not worse right in in, in martial arts in wing chun specifically Let's just say and Wing Chun Gong Fu, you know, what I'm teaching, if I've been taught properly, what I'm teaching should be better than what Chris. Yeah, well, and I can I, you know what? I can tell you exactly how it is better, too, uh, because, you know, Chris, it was all about the compression and the grounding. I mean, you spent 90, well, I mean, 80, at least 80 percent of your time compressed and grounded. I mean, that was their whole gig. Yeah. And we didn't miss that with you at all. I mean, I remember the the days when we we we'd, we would start class with thirty sealum towels. Yeah, you know. But you also really introduced this idea of f fluidity transition. Uh, that they 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 don't they don't they don't do that. You know, I think the. It boils down to the china, and I always, you know, I, yeah, I, I yeah, can't the, the, help yeah. but to give Helio Gracie the, the credit for that. Although I didn't train with Helio Gracie, but I did train with Helio Gracie family members, uh, people that have trained with him, uh, you know, the Helsing clan and uh, mm. and whatnot. Um, and so, uh, but it actually came before then. Helio was he the old man? Yeah, he was the old okay. man. Um, but it actually came before them because I, I, I was all state, uh, wrestling in, uh, in junior high school or high school, something like that. One year I, I, I did wrestling and I really liked it and, and really did well with it. Um, but I was yanked out of it and then thrown into karate instead. Hmm. Um, so it's kind of funny as a kid, my first thing was, was really grappling wrestling. And then I was thrown in the karate, which was striking, right? So then later on in life, um, you know, uh, learning Wing Chun, I couldn't help but to make the correlations between what I already knew with grappling. And then, of course, 
learning more about grappling uh, from the Gracies back when I knew you. Yeah. Because yep. we, we yep. were doing that. We in fact, started. and then uh, you were one of my first students. Maui Loa was my actual first student. Then you were my first serious student, um, the, you know, long-term student. And, um, and then af then once uh, we were training together, uh, the Gracies came to Hawaii. They came up to the And North then Shore. I introduced all of my students to yep. them simply yep. because, uh, you know, if uh, I got my ass kicked because I went on the ground with them and I got my ass kicked. And I'm like, well, pff, there we go. It's, I got to, uh, my students have to know this, you know. It was naive of me, of course, because what uh, what maybe should have been done was to um, just train in it myself and then synthesize it as I have now that always, to Wing Chun. That always made me wonder because, you know, I remember doing the uh, training with uh, Ken Chun mm -hmm. and even Chris. Um, and they, I mean, they did not, I, in fact, I think I even heard Ken Chun actually say it, you know. If somebody closes inside and they get inside and they're, you know, the inside your Wing Chun dies. Oh, and it was like it was how like dare. how how can you not acknowledge yeah. the fact that it's all Wing Chun? I mean, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it sure <laughs> is. And I, I I've and been, it, it makes me I I, I especially with uh, with Chris because he was just so into the technical engineering aspect of Wing Chun. I just it kind of boggles me that he missed that. Yeah, well, I understand because I mean, was he just so? They're very, they're very solid in their standing. They're very solid in their um, avoidance, right? And they're so if you can maintain the game and and keep abreast of the game, then your Wing Chun will work. And and in fact, you'll want to stick with your Wing Chun if you. <laughs> got caught on surprise or maybe somebody you know has just got a reach on you or something and you're now inside then uh yeah your wing chun is gonna uh it's gonna the wing chun that they're teaching in that fashion is gonna fail you know what they're riding on is the fact that most of the fights are going to be you know they're gonna happen yeah. Right. Yeah. Because if you don't know their hat and then you just go, well, hey, I got jumped. And so, you know, it's not my fault that I lost. Right. Or the also another reality is how many people actually really get into fights and get jumped. So, you know, yeah. however, the reality is, is if if it does turn into a scramble for whatever reason, um, the reason why the Wing Chun doesn't work is because of the whole thing with the boxer rebellion and China getting sort of uh, washed, we'll say whitewashed out of the Wing Chun system for, for sheer purpose of survival. And I understand why they would do that. You know, it, it, if you're caught doing grappling China, uh, then obviously you're training to fight. Sure. Yeah. You know what? That's that's because you could train in Wing Chun and not uh, not show that you were training in Wing Chun. You yeah. Know, you be carrying a pile of wood. That's right. And doing your tonsils underneath it while that's you're carrying right. the wood. You could you know? be doing dishes. You could yeah. be you know you could be be doing everything that you do in your life. But if you're laying on the ground and yeah, and you're doing special doing arm bars, and you, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, you're right, gonna get yeah. in trouble. So, um, you know, and so I, I, I've now, of course, I, I'm not a historian. I, however, I have looked into the history and it all seems to correlate. Now, the, the uh, proof that I have for this, I'm, I'm not a historian, but from what I've been able to gather, yeah. I, I don't see any discrepancy in this perspective. No. No. Well, and I think what, you know, the traditional story of when of how Wing Chun was created, I, boy, I mean, I suppose one of the unique things about the Wing Chun lineage is that it's very short. I mean, you can go back. I mean, you can trace Wing Chun back three, four hundred years. Yeah, yeah you can trace. How, however, here's the problem, and that is that's just a demarcation of it. I feel. 
and I don't think that there's much argument on, on this either, that Wing Chun in its root is thousands of years old. I, I think, and, yeah, and yeah. is derived all the way, at least, from the Indian and it was uh, probably, deities, Ganesh, Brahma. <laughs> oh, you, you know. I don't know how many old... Especially like the Indian statue. I mean, they're all they're all sitting oh, there doing yeah. tonsaus and bonsaus right. and That's you know, right. yeah. So I, I I really feel that it's much older than that. But the what we know of it right now as Wing Chun, um, you know, is, well, and is I, from China. I that that <laughs> has Chris Chan. No, it's actually from Chris Chan in San Francisco. And you're well, you learned from both of us. So that it has yeah. to be because. It, it, it you know it, it has to be like that because it, just because of the fact that you see Win Chun in so many places, yeah, you see Win Chun in so many other martial arts, yeah. It's like that, you know. Once upon a time, there were some really smart people that were like, you know what? Let's figure out okay, what's the best way to to hold your body if I'm trying to do this, you know? And mm-hmm. and then and then so they started practicing, and then a little while later some other really smart people came along and said you know what here we can improve upon this and That's then right. and then they kind of went their way and then maybe That's one right. of them went you know and yeah. so and i think it would be very hard to say where the actual yeah where the actual root was yeah it and, probably and is because even when, hawaii right there's the mankind uh, the first. lua and the hula there's tons of 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 stuff uh, that correlates with wing chun um you know, and then of course we won't even talk about like Krav Maga and all the post Wing Chun mm. martial arts that have uh, ripped off from Wing Chun, and I'll even say BJJ to a certain extent have ripped off Wing Chun, I, I, and that's I'm I'm not even um, Jeet Kune Do. Uh, I'm not even saying that as an opinion. Uh, Samuel Kwok worked very closely with uh, um, Carlos Gracie Jr. Mm. And um, Carlos Gracie Jr. worked very closely with a lot of the early UFC guys. So, you know, they ripped Wing Chun off inadvertently to uh, to that extent. Because once Carlos Gracie taught it, it wasn't Wing Chun anymore, was it? It was Jiu-Jitsu or it was MMA, right? No. In fact, anytime these uh, MMA guys um, do any stand-up, they uh, do any kind of Wing Chun stuff, they immediately just call it MMA instead of uh, giving no. Wing Chun its proper due. But uh, yeah, that's all right. That's just out of ignorance. That's probably not out of that malice. Well, and I, I, there again, you know, I think that, you know, Chris Chan is practicing Wing Chun. I think at this point, what you're doing, is, I mean, I guess if you want to give it a name, sure, you can call it Wing Chun, but what you're doing is, is more encompassing than, you know. Well, I feel, and I've always felt that I've gone, because it's almost that, like it needs a new name. Well, no, no, I, I real, I, I've really thought about this a lot. And, and many people have talked to me about this too. In fact, many people from the Christian camp or a few people from the Christian camp, many people from my own camp, many people from other Wing Chun camps, they say, man, you're doing a hybrid and you're doing a, you know, maybe a synthesis. And what I have to say it's is not though. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Because I feel that I'm just bringing it more back to the root. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so, um, and, and to many, uh, you know, to many, I think it would be a, uh, back to a simplification of it because when I look at a lot of Wing Chun schools, I'm like, my God, you've complexified the whole thing, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I've always felt that I've uh, never really get like the the most I've given to Wing Chun. I feel was um, bringing back China, which is just one fourth. Uh, of the, you know, I've, there's four parts of the Wing Chun system, Chi Na, Chi Gung, Chi Gurk, and Chi Sao, right? And those are the four elements. Well, the when you take one element out, the Chi Gurk, or I mean the Chi Gung rather, no, I mean the, <laughs> the Chi Na, <laughs> when you take the Chi Na element out, then that really does affect the other three elements in, in their um, integrity, I would say. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and what I will say is that the people that uh, like Chris Chan that have done Wing Chun without that 
um, part had to make up for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they, and he's, and they've done very well. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember, uh, uh, Ken Chun, Sifu Ken Chun, he uh, removed a good portion of, uh, the front of my face from my skull, uh, one time. So, <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, any other business? Well, we can't go into any other business because we're sort of at the end of this, uh, uh, the first half of this episode. Yeah. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, this is Integrity Radio. You can find Integrity Radio on anchor.fm slash integrity. You can also find Integrity Radio on Facebook. Ben is on The Secular Humanist on Facebook. We found out you could just uh, yeah, type that in, and he is indeed. The Secular Humanist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also got a couple other uh places you might want to go visit uh pickingadaisy.com that's where me and your dad all things bb gun related yeah everything vintage bb guns um videos and pictures and more videos <laughs> and pictures of, i think you're of, perhaps the one of the premier experts of our time in Daisy BB guns. Well, I bet you there you would piss off a lot of guys <laughs> that are in their 60s or 70s right now saying, no, that cock, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> um, and let me see, is there anything else? Yes, if you, you know, we've been talking about Wing Chun. If you want to uh, learn Wing Chun, uh, learn more about Wing Chun, specifically my style of Wing Chun, uh, you can go to sifuz.com and you can start learning right now. And then if you want to take up my time personally, I'm going to charge you for it. So uh, just I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> um, let's see. Anything else? Congratulations on selling the house, Thank man. You. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that is are... great. That, that's a big headache. It's out of the way. I was having nightmares. Oh, I, I kept bet. having dreams that like a tree. I had a dream that a, tr a tree fell on my, our house. Wow. I had a dream that we had an electrical fire. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was very happy to be through the, uh, through the process. All right, well, stay tuned for part B of episode ten, season three of Integrity Radio. Thanks for listening. See you later. Tons of guns, tooks of ha!
by Sifu Autonets. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Integrity Radio. This is, oh man, I forgot what it, I think it's episode 10. It's episode 10. Yeah. It is episode, episode 10, part 10, B. Part B. Yeah. Part B. <laughs> now, why did we start adding all these intricate little part <laughs> A, part B <laughs> I mean, what are we, a healthcare plan or something? Part B, uh, <laughs> section 2.5. <laughs> what, what are we, a Buckminster Fuller book? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I'm your host, Z, and I'm with... Uh, ben Jacobson. I am a secular humanist and the secular humanist, it turns out. See that? He represents. That's right. And I'm going to represent right now Snoop Doggy Dog style. <laughs> <laughs> As if he invented it, right? Oh, no. Smell it. Let me mm. inhale it. <laughs> mm. So, can, double congratulations. I don't know if you want to tell any of these fine folks what happened to you, but congratulations on that. Oh, yes. We uh, won a, uh, a complaint that we had filed against our... I work for the uh, United States Post Office, government organization. So, we had won a, a complaint that we filed against our managers, and um, turns out that I am owed some back pay as a result of this complaint. And uh, yeah, me and my wife are going to be getting a fairly substantial sum of money. That's so, right, because both you and your wife. Yeah, both me and my wife work for the post office. Yeah. So That's right. That's where you met her. It was a very nice day today. That's, what it was. <laughs> that's, such, that's such wonderful news. <laughs> it, really, it really was. I almost, because I almost, we had to call our, uh, our, everybody in the office had to call your union rep, uh, individually <laughs> and give them little smiley faces and hugs to get <clears throat> to get your totals and i had walked over to the to the stairway and i was expect i was yeah i knew i was going to get a pretty good chunk of change but <laughs> wow. when she when she said the actual amount over the phone i just about fell back down the stairs that i was walking up <laughs> wow well uh i don't know I don't know what to tell you with that other than uh, definitely go and you know buy a lot buy a lot of coke uh, and uh, dabs <laughs> since you like dabs so much <laughs> you know what we are gonna get I think I think I finally got a line on them maybe is uh, some mushrooms oh my god oh really oh yeah oh. Oh, you're still young enough to do that kind of no, stuff. No, mushroom, huh? you know what? Mushrooms still to this day, that is my favorite. Mushrooms just, I, they just agree with me. Wow. They really do. That's great. Mushrooms really, really make me feel really good. And not only make me feel really good, but then the next day, you know, when you come, you know, that's when you start to come off of them. It, yeah. I, I, feel really good. Feel fine. Yeah. yeah. I wow. feel, I, not just fine. I actually feel really good. Like it's wow. not a, it's a very like re rejuvenating. Yeah, it's a very pleasurable experience for oh, me doing great. doing mushrooms. Yeah, I'm, I'm too old to appreciate or to uh, enjoy any of that stuff. But like I said, I've done my fill, I suppose. Although I shouldn't speak too soon because <laughs> I, it, it has been many, many years since mm. I have done mushrooms. So mm. <laughs> oh, then perhaps then, I'm in for a <laughs> then caution. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, all the rage these days is what I've heard is is called microdosing. Microdosing. Yeah, and you do small amounts that don't actually get you all messed up hmm. and i i don't I, and perhaps you don't even really feel it uh in, in a big way you know uh but it still has some of the psychoactive benefits hmm. without actually getting y'all goofy and laughy that would be that would be interesting for me you know one of the things i found when i uh, when i used to do mushrooms i have a 
an insanely high tolerance for mushrooms. Oh, really? I can do I can <laughs> do an, an, an amount of mushrooms that would probably send the average person into a psychotic episode. <clears throat> wow! Um, so it takes a lot to nudge it, nudge the old noggin. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I'll have to say that um, in my youth, I had somewhat of the same tolerance. <laughs> or well i don't know maybe not as much I, you know the problem is you, it, we all exaggerate <laughs> well you know what the interesting thing about mushrooms is this is i think what i finally started to realize i actually took notes one night i did i, did, I was like i was just i had we did mushrooms all the time especially in hawaii where you could oh, just yeah. pick them out of the field whenever yeah. you wanted just go handful um, bagfuls I, you know, when you do mushrooms, it's very profound and you, you will, you will think of things and you will just be amazed at how profound things are and how it's like, you just, just a word, you can solve the world's problems with nothing more than a single word. <laughs> and, um, so one night I decided, well, you know what, I'm going to just privately do mushroom, I'm not going to party or drink or, you know, I'm just going to sit quietly, do my, you know, do a nice dose of mushrooms and think and take notes and when I woke up the next day and looked at my notes, it was all normal stuff. Like I had written down things like the sky is blue, <laughs> you know, like it was just regular, like, you know, and I realized, and it, it, you know, I realized that that was the beauty of mushrooms is that it made you, it made the normal, see the profoundness. It, it made the normal seem yeah. very profound. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about the sky is blue is that that's not wasn't always known you might you might want to look into that uh our listeners as well and that is uh to my recollection i could be wrong on this but to my recollection uh blue was only discovered as a color somewhat recently in human history isn't that interesting do you mean the discovered as a color discovered as a as color even recognized Re as blue. oh even, even recognized like yes. even visually yeah seeing that spectrum as. seeing that spectrum of, yes. of light yes wow um now i was thinking maybe people didn't have a way to classify it until okay they, now if i'm getting that wrong then hmm. then obviously what it, what it is is that is they, it evolution they didn't find the color blue that they could paint you know, because this is when I learned when I got into painting. Oh. I heard this is what I heard about, and the blue was a, a very expensive color when they first found it too. And and uh, wow. now, yeah, I, I how far I'm going uh, into that correctly, but for sure about finding the blue, uh, that azure blue or whatever. Well, maybe there's something to it because I mean, for I mean that's just reason it's called royal blue kings and queens for centuries were blue blue is the royal blue and gold was the royal color that's right that's right that's right yeah all right so uh i'm drinking columbia it's colombian but it's a medium roast colombia yeah i got in a big argument the other day a buddy of mine uh, misspelled the word Columbia. He was talking. There's two two pretty little little. Uh, I finally had to correct him because he was he was railing against this lady that had corrected his grammar. Uh, his grammar Nazi had corrected his grammar, and he was just yelling out, "I didn't misspell." There's two spellings to the word Columbia. There's Columbia, like the District of Columbia, Columbia University, C O L U M B I A. Then there's the country of Columbia. It's not Columbia. It's Colombia, C O L O M B I A. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. He was talking about the country of Colombia and was spelling it Colombia. Oh, that's the, a good with, one with to the know, U. you know, because you can, you can, uh, I don't know, you can just bait or troll somebody with, <laughs> easy with that, that kind of thing. That. You don't even know what you're talking about. You don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I discovered this, you know, because I was, I, 
I freely admit that I had an addiction to trolling online, still do to a little a certain extent, but uh, well, I'll God tell you what, if you're- God bless you're, you're kind of mellowing out on it because it does, it, it is addictive and it does take up a lot of negative time. Yeah, if you're gonna, and I'll tell you what, if you're gonna say, if there's one good thing about it, at least for me, I can't speak for other people, but if there was one good thing about it, you know, if you're gonna go online and you're gonna tell somebody they're stupid, Boy, you better have your apostrophes, periods, <laughs> and, and your spelling. You better have your grammar and spelling yeah, together. Yeah, your grammar sucks, man. <laughs> so, your, your grammar. Uh, so I, I really got my grammar together doing that. like because people. Would, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. What? Really? I've, no, I've been reading now. Yeah, you, you, you still use T-O when you, need, when you mean T-O-O. -O. See, that was the last one. <laughs> that was the last one because because T uh, here's the difference between T O and T O O. T O O is emphasis, right? So if I'm saying I'm going to the store, that's T O. Now, if I'm going to say, well, that's too much, that's T O O. Yes, correct. T O O also yeah. will uh, go in place of also. Yeah. Everywhere you could use also. If you use two instead, that's two O's. And you know, notice how I'm replying to you as if I'm like more grammatically correct than you, which I'm not. <laughs> but I really, I really. But, uh, but it's easy to uh, uh, catch other people's grammar. Now, I, I do now, now, especially now that I'm not online calling people stupid anymore. Now I'm much more lax about that stuff. Like I'll not, I won't put apostrophes in my don't. You know, don't is supposed to have an apostrophe. It's short for do not. Uh, you know, I don't. You know, I don't worry about the your and your and your. I, you know, twos and two. You know, so I'll just type stuff out real fast and not. So you're, you're actually right. My grammar lately has not been nearly. As no, good. and here's the thing: is you really got to get that shit together. You know why? Here's a commercial for Grammarly. <laughs> no, there, there's a, there is that Grammarly program that's free. You can use that and, and whatnot. But, uh, you know, you and I both are probably guilty of this where uh, we're just not giving a fuck about uh, the little spelling errors yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. And, and I, I think I get what you're trying to say here. Correct me if I'm wrong. And that is... Just get the gist of the point. Yeah, just get the point out. And then, and and then also, um, yeah, don't right. call people stupid. Don't 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 don't, don't demean. People. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Try not to demean yes, people because right. the thing is, is that's right. Just already by existing and speaking your mind, people are going to feel demeaned, right? So to outwardly just go ahead and 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 be demeaning is is really. Um, imagine how assaulting that is to the other person, right? And and we got to learn to to not be so. I mean, we're already uh, pretty offensive. That's right. Yeah, we're. You know I mean, that's right. We're already offensive enough. We yeah. No so, need I to mean, go. There, no I need mean, to go aggravating a problem. No need I, to go. I just think aggravating the problem. On I think Facebook. it's adolescent to do that. That's all. You know. I think if you're going to do that, you yeah. got to go to, uh, yeah. what, what are the, yeah. what are the kids using these days? Yeah, well, 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 chat. Uh, oh, snap, Snapchat. Snapchat, right. right. In yeah. Instagram. Yeah, you got to go uh, Snapchat or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Facebook though, you know, it's, it is, I'll tell you, boy, it's really funny since I've stepped back. And I really have to. I really have to thank you for this too, especially through the conversations we've been having. If you go back and start with the first podcast where I was started as a guest host, you can kind of follow my progression here because you know. And I really have you to thank for this because I really have stepped back on Facebook, you know, and I've just become one of those people that just post pictures of date night with my wife at the local nice. restaurant yeah. or yeah. or an inspirational or funny message I come across, you know, and. I'll comment on other people's stuff from time to time and yeah. look at what my friend, but since I've really pulled back from doing that and pulled back from basically trolling, that's basically what you're doing when you do that is you're trolling. Right. Since I've pulled back from that, it's amazing how much I notice it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With every, everyone. With everybody. Yeah. With everybody. It's like, yeah. wow. That's why, that's why I, I, I left, you know? So, oh, by the way, I guess this should be a formal announcement. I have had to leave Facebook. I'm just too busy. I've got too much to do. 
and it's I, I'll admit it's too addictive for me to have to go oh okay I you know <laughs> and um and it mostly has to do with um you know being more mobile now you know I uh, um I wanted to talk about this and. And that is how is your internet, by the way? Do you just have to be in cell phone reception? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I want to talk about is that. Uh, oh, I hope I don't lose this thought because I have had it all day. But that is, you know, uh, you know, for many years I've lived in houses, I've lived in apartments, I've lived in tents. I've lived in teepees. I've lived in caves. I've lived on beaches. <laughs> I just go ahead and lived in nothing. I, 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 at one point, I was living on benches, uh, you know, because I figured if if uh, bums were strong enough to do it, I could do it in the winter of Seattle. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember uh, uh, waking up from the park bench because uh, somebody that knew me had... Uh, um, it was trying to get uh, Randy was trying to get a hold of me and they had somehow knew that and and Randy wanted me to go on tour with him around the world you know world tour and I was actually literally sleeping on a park bench and the guy woke me up and said yeah the, the I think the Randy somebody's trying to get in touch with you you know you might want to talk to someone so yeah so um and, you know, as you know, I've lived in really nice accommodations more than once and twice or three, you know, I've, you know, and both of us have had quite nice accommodations over the years, you know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, complete, uh, I, I've run the whole gambit. Although I would say, you know, the interest, uh, the difference between me and you, my accommodations, it's been like a... a, a a steady line upward, you know, a few marks along the way here, pretty much where uh, I was yeah, paid for. Yeah, my, yeah, I was right. on somebody else's mm -hmm. uh, generosity, but for the most part, I mean, I started out when I was very young, uh, living in a bedroom with another person, you know, paying, you know, and then I, then eventually I made enough money to where I could rent my own room in a house with other people. And then, and finally, charge somebody and then, else. Yeah. Rent. Yeah. And then, well, no, and then not even that, but then, you know, the number of, Slowly, the number of people I had to room with started to go down, you know, and yeah. then I met you kind of along along that path in there, you know, yeah, and yeah. it's been a steady upward until finally owning my own house. And, you, you know, know and that, uh, whereas I, for you, it's been, it's been like, <laughs> you've, you've been here, you've been down here, and then you've been here, and you've been down here, and you've been here, you've been down here. The Mariana Trench <laughs> and Mount Everest and the Mariana Trench. Yeah. Well, something about that that I, I, I thought that struck me, uh, if, again, if I can remember, damn it. Well, you were talking about, and this is the question, you know, because of, of you know, you have really mastered the art of being mobile. And really, I, is do you find, you know, when you look back on the times when you lived in a mansion, I mean, do you find much, I mean, what, or if you do find what, much difference, what is the difference, I mean, aside from the fact that, you know, one place is bigger, I mean, what is the, which do you enjoy more? Well, I, I, you know, I enjoy both of them, and I probably enjoy both of them equally. However, there's this vortex. <laughs> but l let me get to what I wanted to say, and remember the vortex. The, but the biggest difference is, um time you know when you have a house you can put stuff off you know uh you got dishes you can you can keep them in the dishwasher if you wanted to you know sure, sure uh, yeah. you can if you got dirty laundry you can go ahead and put a new pair of clothes on and you know and do it you know everything is you you can you you can essentially the way I look at it is you can be lazy as fuck when you have a place, you know, and now not a lot of people are. And sometimes people keep their place really chop, chop, chop. You know, I like to keep, you know, you notice when I oh, have yeah. places, yeah. I like to keep everything nice and tight. Yeah. So I'm even more busy <clears throat> when 
I'm mobile or when I'm out in the wilderness and sure. stuff. Okay. Well, you know, and so, so you that can't, you can't. Yeah, and so like I think what freaks people out is they think that you're going to live the same way that you live, and and I try to, you know, as a digital nomad, I try to live the same way, but when I the only difference is is I can kick back. You know, I can kick back if I if I'm in a house or place, I can kick back and relax and and you know and just sort of yeah. uh, do and leisure. You know, mm -hmm. but when I don't have that kind of a space, then usually, um, you know, I'm I'm setting up or I'm breaking down or I'm organizing or I'm reorganizing. Yeah. But that really isn't much different than when you're having a good day at home. Because when you're having a good day at home, you're not actually relaxing, are you? You're actually getting stuff done. And you, you, at the end yeah. of the day, you're like, yeah, okay, I got stuff done. So it's all relative to how, how much of a lazy ass you are. I am a huge lazy ass. <laughs> really? Well, but no, I'm yeah. a, listen, I'm a huge lazy ass, but here's, <laughs> here's the caveat. <coughs> I'm, I'm a magician. I'm a trickster. I know how to, fool myself into not being lazy <laughs> so if i find myself being stagnant or too lazy in a situation i'll just go ahead and put myself in a mobile kind of wild well that's a, you know what, that's a good question what is what is your definition of laziness uh living in a house <laughs> well i mean it has to be it really is. I mean, you know, not for women, for women uh, or in children and for pets. I don't think so. But f I'm going to get real macho here. But for my uh, my definition of uh, lazy for a man is living in a freaking house. Well, I mean, OK, let's say you have a man. That's for me, not to other people. As you ask me, I'm just giving you my personal <laughs> well, definition gonna... of what makes me feel. Well, like so, lazy. you know, if you had a man who had himself a little little one room house on the on the edge of you know and all he did was just work mm -hmm. 18 hours a day uh, yeah and struggle home yeah, and he's being a lazy son of a bitch because he's <laughs> over grazing one area he's shitting too much in one place he's you know he's probably killing <laughs> shit too much in one area <laughs> why so he can be lazy so he doesn't have to move so he doesn't have to uh, think <laughs> okay well so here's the uh, next question is laziness always is it a bad thing and if so is i hope not because humans are, as a race are lazy sons of guns is it is it is it bad to try to be lazy oh i think to try to be lazy oh my goodness to try to be well it depends if you're uh i have had uh many relationships where uh, and it's always blown my mind maybe you could uh, <laughs> make some sense of this but i've been in many relationships where uh they uh, i've been told i i can't relax and and they say the same thing that they i, I i'm always i i peg myself as being lazy and they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I, I do feel personally that uh, when given the chance, I will sleep a whole eight hours. And <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, anyway, Goodness yeah, gracious. Well, I, you know, I mean, laziness is in the eye of the beholder. Is in the I eye suppose. of the beholder, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm only, I, I, I don't accuse of other people. And well, yes, I do. But anyway, uh, well, <laughs> being lazy, uh, I think, I think humans in are lazy creatures in that as a whole, we all need to rise up and be less lazy and really in, this, in essence appreciate what we have so we can make it work instead of constantly forsaking what we have always reaching for what we don't have and none of it working i remember um 
Chris telling me this when I was in his class. I think that was when I was there. Um, I think it was the time before. I think it was when I was there with Kama. <coughs> but um, and it's got. I think it's got to be the same way for you now. I asked him. I said, "How many Seelum Tows do you still do a day?" I kind of had the. I was young, and I had the temerity to ask him how many Seelum Tows he still did. <laughs> and uh, he told me, "He goes, I, I, I never, I don't ever stop doing Seelum Tows." That's right. Yeah, yeah, and, and sometimes you know you you feel like getting all traditional, so you bust out one. Like I did one this morning out in the mountains, and I had Luna pulling on the leash, so I was able to do like a live sea on towel with her pulling me on the leash and stuff. So, um, but yeah, eventually, what you're doing with sea on towel is instilling that within you, so you behave like that all the time. So and how can that be considered lazy? Well, <laughs> I stand corrected, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I if suppose... If you're always doing uh, your sealum towel, how, how, that, is, that can't be lazy. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. you uh, I haven't, I, I've not heard more sweeter words today. <laughs> but, all right, hey, you have been listening to Integrity Radio and uh, Integrity Radio is mobile, so wherever I go, or no, how, wh wherever Integrity be, no, that's not how I wanted to say it. I had this all set up in my head. Uh, wherever you find Integrity. Wherever I be, there'll be, a there'll be Integrity. <laughs> and a radio. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or at least in, in, in a certain dose of portions. I'll be know. there with a radio and I'm going to have Integrity. <laughs> All right. And you can find Integrity Radio right on uh, anchor.fm slash integrity. Um, you cannot find uh, Integrity Radio on Facebook. Oh, uh, I'll contraire, despair not. Uh, your, oh, you'll, you'll it, share it. It will be shared uh, if I can... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On secular humans. Yeah, I will share it on secular okay. humanists. So. There, oh, that would be great. So Thank you. You, you can go check out the Integrity uh, Radio podcast over there. Oh, right. And and, uh, and let me see where else. Uh, uh, pickingadaisy.com is still happening. You can see my uh, my um, <laughs> my my BB gun collection at pickingadaisy.com. And if you want to learn some kung fu, of course. Go to sifuz.com. That's S I F U Z.com and learn yourself some kung fu right here, right now, anytime, any place. It's good stuff. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next episode. Stay tuned. See ya. Hey, everybody. I just wrote and recorded this one. It's titled Fighting the Cold.
is Integrity Radio.